Welcome to the Man Scouts Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Conan, here with Poo Poo G himself, <laughs> Daddy Dalton. <laughs> no, that's an inside joke because he texted me, uh, hold on, I'm hopping on, I'm pooping, but he misspelled pooping and it was Poo Poo G. <laughs> it was supposed to say pooping, but it didn't but work. Poo Poo G sounds like a, like a gangster name. Poo Poo G like, today, What's boy? up, Poo Poo G in the house? What's up, player? Poo Poo G. Poo Poo G here. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Just uh, chilling. Excellent. Opened up a new tab. We had an excellent boys weekend last weekend. Was it it last weekend? Yeah, it was. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think Rob's sick, too. I just got done playing PUBG with him. serious? He's sick? Yeah, he's ill. He's the illest. He worked himself into the ground? I don't know. I think Alan was a little bit sick, too. So, Dude, those sons of bees. I didn't get sick. I feel fine. Dude, I haven't gotten sick all year. Oh, and you're drinking a LaCroix? I got some LaCroix, too. I've been having a pretty good couple uh, couple months of no sickness. Dude, yeah. Prime sick season, like November, December time frame, in January, those three months when everyone was getting sick, I was killing it. And I'm still killing it. I mean, I was sick in December, but February and January, I've been doing it. I've been doing so good. I've been going all winter without being a sickie. Dude, what do you attribute your success to? I don't hand, know. Hand desanitizing stations? Yeah. No, I've been washing my hands a lot, dude. You know that from The Office? Oh, huh. No, is that an yeah, office? Yeah. The D- Dwight is like, if the company really cared about our health, they'd be setting up hand desanitizing stations. Oh, you know and, what, dude? I think John, I've seen that. John Krasinski is like, which is? He's like, dirt, fecal matter. dude do you judge people for not uh having seen certain tv shows um no i mean i i uh i'm a culture vulture in some sense like i pay attention to a lot of things going on and i kind of wish i didn't and some people that just like don't watch things like they must be just living a blissful life of not on media at all maybe dude the question that i hate being asked is do you watch what is the hold on sorry do you watch the office wow dude i like blanked for a second i hate it when people ask me that like do you watch the office because it's kind of like an awkward because it's like i mean like i've seen it like i don't like probably haven't seen every episode i'm not obsessed like you i have a life yeah a lot of people have uh what's called a comfort show something they'll turn on even if they've seen it a thousand times dude i don't and rewatch empathize with that i don't have maybe i do i don't know there's not an anime you go to? You don't turn on certain YouTube videos? There's a certain YouTuber I turn on, but I'm not going to re-watch the same YouTube videos. Like, unless it's been a while since I've seen them, but it's like stuff that I'll forget. You know what I mean? Mm, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't really have comfort uh, shows. Uh, I listen to podcasts, but not the same episode over and over again. And then that's the uh, thing. Yeah, probably well, some music albums. I'll go back to you know. Oh, like music's some, music. Some Blink albums. Though. There's some Blink albums. I'll just you know be like, all right, it's time to go through it again. You know. Do you even count that though? Because I listen to certain songs nonstop. Um, I think you do that a little more than me. Um, yeah, I do. But I just go through like trends. I'm loyal. Is that is that what it is? You're loyal. That's it, dude. Pop top point zero one percent. 
of Blink-182 listeners right here. And I don't know what percentage uh, I was in, but I was in it. Twice the that's half the percentage of the what Ben is, dude. He's point zero two. Uh, well, how many 0.01. how many listening minutes did you have? I don't know. One hundred and thirty-seven thousand. I don't know, dude. I've been. I actually most people most people had like twenty to thirty thousand. I'm just flexing, you know. I listen to a lot of YouTube now. Like a lot of my stuff comes from YouTube. I don't really use Spotify. Like uh, podcasts. podcasts or for music as well. Both. Wow. Yeah, you watching, I've been you watching music vids, dude. You getting into it? No, I pay for it, so I just turn I turn it off and just. Oh, you have you have premium. Yeah, that's why I do it because you have Spotify. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know why, why I do. Why do you have two premium accounts? I don't know. Yeah, it seems like something you need to rectify in your life. Not really, though, because there's not the same things on YouTube that there's on Spotify. What's not on Spotify that you can listen to on YouTube? Um. Lord of the Rings lore. Oh, so it's just like videos and music. Yeah, I see. I listen to a lot of things on YouTube as well, but it's things like this week I was listening to a seven-part series on how to learn Latin. So stuff like that. How'd that work for you? I'm learning. It's pretty you, simple. Are you? Latin is simpler than Spanish. I mean, no one simpler. speaks it. More simple. It's most yeah. simple. <laughs> <laughs> mas simplissimo uh no it's only got three conjugation tenses and english and spanish i mean english more so but dude we just have we have so many adjectives verbs tenses and then slang it's just it's so crazy but with latin it's just like you need two to three words and it's layered with meaning and that's what i love about it so Impedimentum obstat via. The impediment to action becomes the way. It's great. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like a waste of time, man. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe it's a waste of time, but maybe it's a door to understanding. Uh, a lot of... Uh, I, I, I just like reading a lot of things in their original text from philosophers. Uh, like, it's, uh, either, it's either Greek that you have to learn or Latin. So who's writing in Latin? Uh, so there's some Latin translations of meditations. It's originally written in Greek, but they think the Latin translation is closer to the true meaning than uh, English because they have like so many, you know, because it has so many layered meanings. It's like a more simplistic language. So things like that. Um, and then uh, Thomas Aquinas, Thomas Aquinas. 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 Oh, that's a guy. It's a yeah. person. He's a it's saint in like the Catholic a, Church, actually. Okay. But he was also like a philosopher. Yeah. Nice. Okay. All right. Pretty like sick. Yeah. It. Uh, it's just nerd stuff. You know what I mean? Um, dude, how's the bulk going? Are you still bulking? When are you gonna cut? <sighs> I don't know, dude. I'm like just been busy. <laughs> I've just been busy. <laughs> I've been bulking because it's been busy. Dude, I just feel like a fat stomach and small arms and shoulders, dude. That's all I feel. Dude, you look you look good, dude. You look full. Thanks, bro. Do yeah. I? All right. Well, I don't feel full, so I'm glad. I think the thing is like body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia hits at both ends of the spectrum. This is what I've learned. Is like no matter what phase of the bulk you're in, you're like, man, I kind of feel fat. And then as soon like days within the cut starting, you're like, I feel small. 
you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's not fun. None well, of it's. I want. I just want to take steroids, and then I'll be both. You could. You could do that. Are you trying? Are you trying to like wait to have kids and then take steroids, or what? What's your What's your plan? Probably just not take steroids because I like my heart. See, that's the thing is like I'm probably the same. Like I lost after steroids, but I know I probably can't pull the trigger. Dude, I think I might be getting on testosterone soon, though. Mm. I just See, don't know that, if I've got a lot of it left. Yeah, with that, you still got to be careful about your ability to have kids. Yeah, I keep thinking about that, but I feel like a doctor's probably got like some kind of remedy for it. There kind of is. I mean, there's post-cycle therapy treatments uh, to testosterone. There's clomiphene, things of that nature. There's drugs that can upkick and restart your, your just, biscuits, your beans. I'm just tired, dude, all the time. Dude, you know what? I think, here's the thing. I get I get a little frustrated about so many people taking Ozempic because I think it's bad, and I think there's some long-term effects that we're not realizing and thinking about uh-huh. but then at the same time i'm like there's appetite suppressants that are right there for us like adderall is yeah. a sweet sweet appetite suppressant now i didn't love being on adderall it kind of sucked and i got off for a reason but if i was to use it every now and then for a cut i mean come on dude <sighs> I don't know, dude. I I say f that stuff, bro. That stuff's wild. Yeah, you you had a pretty negative experience, right? Yeah, I just wasn't sleeping. I didn't eat a lot, and then it got to a point where I was like, it just kind of broke down. It, it all broke came down. to a head, dude. I broke down. Like I had like a, you know what I mean? Just didn't work so, out well for me. A psychosis, if you will. Not psychosis. I just think I hit a wall of like I need to start taking care like, of myself. Do you have like mania? Uh, when I took it, yeah, I was freaking you feel like a god. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. I could work out forever. I, I feel happy. like you, I feel like I remember you telling me back in the day something. You're like, I think I think I'm becoming a narcissist. I think it's like affecting me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I I think I could solve all the world's problems. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good times. That's good times. Yeah. So it, there's things like that that are that are mainstream. Every the the key point is essentially that everything has its trade offs. You know what I mean? Sure. Is is all not <laughs> nothing is free. There's no free lunch. There's no such thing as a free lunch. All right. So I wanted to show you a couple things. I wanted you to react to. Found some great stuff to go over on today's pod, and I'm really excited for this. And this is, I don't know if you've ever heard this. I've seen that. But Chili decided to highlight an all-woman SWAT team. Dude, it is is hard to watch is what it is, dude. All-women SWAT, dude. Why are you so sexist, dude? You don't want women in SWAT? I currently have a co-worker that is a woman who was in SWAT, and she's fine. But this is embarrassing right here yeah so for those who can't see uh, it's like a little obstacle course and the first thing is a little uh what do you call this like a little pulley slide thing it's yeah it's a zip line it's a zip and line and they can't they, get they across can't cross it they're just all stuck swinging in the middle repeatedly and apparently that water is like cold water 
Really? They're over. Yeah. Stuck in the middle and of they lose their tools, and the tools or the weapons have to be fished out. Like it's no just, way. They lose their weapons too. Yeah. Like I think. Yeah, they're fishing them out right here. <laughs> oh gosh, dude. Go go. <laughs> they just keep attempting oh, and keep failing. It sucks because upper body strength is not favorable. So. Just pulling out the weapons little by little. Oh, man. Anyways, I would like to say that that doesn't make us sexist. We just, you know, I think it's better for both women and men that SWAT teams are comprised of mostly men. Here's the thing. Apparently, if you're in Chile and you don't want the SWAT team to get you, just go across the zip line with water. And you're good, dude. <laughs> You'll never get caught. You'll never get caught, dude. That's how you escape women's SWAT. <laughs> I, dude, how... How embarrassing is that, dude? It's rough. You're you representing know, your country's SWAT team. Now, that, is like, that... Is they just decided to send all women? Is there no SWAT team in Chile that's men? I don't know, dude. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, are, why is it all girls? Did they not have guys? They ran out of guys, or like maybe that's all they could spare. I don't know. I don't know but uh, <laughs> that's just so that's that's messed up. But I don't know, dude. It's just like that. How embarrassing, dude! You have to go back because you know, dude. If that was our SWAT team, everybody would be making fun of them. And yeah. you know, like that's just how like that's kind of the are. culture of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You bust each other's balls. Dude, they they'll never live it down. Oh, that's rough. Ever, you know what I mean? Well, like, I mean that's a great start to Women's History Month. Happen oh, Happy man. Women's History Month, bro. It's it's also kind of weird because it's like, is the zip line not like angled downward? Like it's kind of like, maybe it's just flat. I think it has a slight angle, but if you get more than one person people. on that, it's gonna weight it down and then yeah, but how gonna... did the ice get across then then maybe they just kick off harder yeah so it's par- probably partly momentum and then you can also use your lower body to swing across as well right give yourself a little bit momentum but yeah oh but man. that's gonna put strain on your on your grip as well so you know it's not gonna be great bro uh, I, saw, I saw that and i was like this is painful to watch yeah, I, I I assumed that that you would have a closer perspective to that than I would I would given that you uh, almost went out for the SWAT teams, but yeah, yeah. All right. In other news, uh, photographers in Hawaii have captured two male humpback whales having sex in what experts say is the first time the species has been documented documented exhibiting sexual activity of any kind. Documented. Documented. So they're having sex right now in that picture? I don't know if that's the picture. Okay. But apparently that's what occurred. I'm not trying to look it up. I'm not trying to see humpback whale intercourse. Okay. I'm just making I don't know what you're into, bro. I'm, I'm just I'm checking. taking my word for it. But you would think that if they were humpbacks, that they would have documented them having intercourse in the past, but apparently not. It's not yeah. you know it's, why call them a humpback then? Yeah, well I don't, I don't understand. Is it like they just have a hump on their back. Is that what that is? Yeah, I thought it was that they were humping each other's backs, dude. Didn't matter hump- if you're a girl or guy, apparently. <laughs> Humpback whales photographed having sex and gay sex for and the case. first time. 
Wow. Hey, hey, hey. Hold on. Did they did so did they also film them having normal sex? Or I just mean, gay? I think that's all they caught. I think that's all they caught, man. Just the gay, huh? Just the gay, dude. Hey, maybe they got. I would imagine it's hard to tell which one's a boy and which one's a girl. It probably is. All right, this one is good. I wanted to hear your hot take on this. OnlyFans models are exploiting a loophole in Instagram's nudity policies using breastfeeding to get around censoring their naked bodies. So they will advertise their OnlyFans while holding a realistic but still fake baby doll that they're pretending to breastfeed. (laughs) Well, that seems... Like, it would still be against the rules, right? If it's a fake it's, kid? It's not, because the kids are apparently so real-looking. Have you seen those baby dolls that look super, super real? No. Yeah, I'll have to find one. That's but, crazy, dude. Yeah, they're getting around it. Also, kind of kind of weird, dude. I mean, it's weird, for sure. Like why, Like, to me, that doesn't... Seeing a girl with a baby and then seeing a boob out doesn't make me want to go on their OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, check out this. Look at how real this fake. That's fake. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're able to do some incredible things with plastic these days. That's insane. Yeah, it's only that's real. What's the point of it? Just a realistic baby doll. I don't know. Why would you want that? I mean, I don't want it. It is creepy. That's it's creepy, creepy how shit, real dude. it is. Yeah. So it's out there, man. Oh, that's terrifying. That's it's scary the, real. It's the stuff of nightmares, dude. The stuff of nightmares. Wow. Yeah, so these girls are just pulling their tits out. That's crazy. They're just whipping them out. Hey, man, hoes going to be hoes, man. They're going to find loopholes to be hoes. They're going to keep being a hoe everywhere. They're going to find the loopholes and the loopholes, dude. Yeah. So they're going to do. All right, this is a good one. I'm really excited. So, back to my boy Rivellino. Uh, if you recall in the past, we've made uh, a journey to Rivellino. He's the developer of the green line test that's supposed to indicate certain things. And then there's other things like the claw, if a girl does the tongue out, you know, those types of things that are supposed to be indicative of certain things. Well, this last week in the news, it came out that you know Tom Brady and his wife his previous wife they've been separated for some time even they might be officially divorced now but apparently oh. there was an active romance for about 5 years during the course that they were married that Tom Brady was aware of with her and her personal jiu-jitsu teacher what yeah so, so she was cheating on him and he was just cool with it I don't know if he was cool with it, but he didn't separate, you know? Oh, dude. It might have been a hard thing to initiate. You can imagine, like, he's a very rich guy. You know, he might have, like, hey, man, what's the way to get through this the best without losing all my money? Doesn't Tom Brady's, like, wife make more than him? I don't think so. Why Why would she make more than him? There was some guy... Um who left his wife to play more football and his wife like made more than him. Yeah. I don't think it's this guy. Oh, okay. I mean that, that was a couple things. So Rivellino, Tom Brady's five mistakes. 
legendary football player, but being an alpha at your career doesn't automatically make you an alpha at home. Tell me five key mistakes that doomed his marriage. He chose an alpha female. Now, first of all, before we get into that, what do you can you can you imagine what an alpha female might be? What are the things you imagine that that would entail? I don't know. Did she, maybe she works out? I, yeah, I don't think working out would be it. I feel like it's like I don't know. I feel like it's like uh, she wants to choose where we're going to eat. I don't. Uh, yeah. Well, if she can make a choice, that's actually very. Re- you know, I can respect that. Actually, I kind of like that. Yeah, I don't. What makes an alpha female though? Like I don't know. Is it like the same thing as like a boss lady? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, maybe it's that. It's, you, maybe if you have a competitive dynamic of careers that are too competitive. Although I know very successful couples that are both career oriented. I don't know. But he says what, Tom chose to marry she, what an she alpha. For work? She was like a model. Bro, I'm almost positive. That this is the one? Yes. Look it up. Look I'm it up and it up. see. Tom. And I'll, I'll read this while uh, you look that up. Tom chose to marry an alpha female who had more money. Oh, the, he's saying even that she had more money. Yeah. See, I knew it, dude. More money, power, and fame than him. Wow. I don't know if she was more famous than me. Yeah. A woman will always compare your power to her power. If she is more powerful than you, it's like the, the rule of two in the Sith. One to have the power, one to crave it. Um, If she has more power than you, why does she even really need you around? I mean, she may love your companionship and your affection, and you may be the father of her children. All huge factors in your favor. But ultimately, a woman, power is what she respects most. If she is wealthier than you and more famous than you, she may start to feel that you are not good enough for her. That is especially true if you also make the other four mistakes that Tom made. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like this, dude. Tom, I don't know much about Tom Brady, but yeah, his wife is worth like twice as much as him. That's crazy. And if he knew that she was getting freaky with her juju, and uh, here's the thing, dude. Once again, I don't know all the situations. Well, yeah, we don't know the same. We're just this is all speculation. But this is what I heard, dude. Yeah, yeah. Do tell. Do tell. I heard that he retired like, or was going to retire or something like that. And then he, I don't know enough about football, but somebody was like, yeah, he decided to go. Correct. Yeah. He decided to go play another like season. Yep. And his wife was like, didn't like that. Yeah. Not doing it. Not doing it again and left him. And I'm like, I remember hearing that and being like, I don't know if I'd have done that, Tom. But now, knowing that she's getting hooking up, dude, I'm gonna say this alpha move, Tom. Hey, bravo, bravo. Yeah. Hey, well played, good sir. Well played. And what you just said seems to correlate with what Rivalito says. Number two, Tom got distracted. He didn't put his mission first, which is what a man needs to do in order for his woman to admire him. He was tricked into feeling guilty for wanting to continue playing football. Giselle, Giselle, Gizzle, pressured him to retire. And he fell for her shit test. <laughs> now a man absolutely needs to balance his career with being a good husband and father. But again, when you choose to marry a powerful alpha female, she will be more forceful in criticizing you and wanting to get her way. Interesting. Um, I don't know, dude. I- yeah, I don't know. I don't agree with all of that, but I can definitely see how. Um, I'm really team Tom on this one, dude. I'm team it- Tom for sure. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if you're... But she, she was cheating. You Well, uh, f- for sure, dude. She's cheating? No problem. Because I was going to talk shit on Tom for a second. Just because I was like, if he knew she was cheating, then F this guy. 
but mm-hmm. but like I don't know, maybe trying to hold together for the kids. Like I don't know, they got kids. I'm assuming they got Sounds- kids. They got yeah, kids. dude. I don't know, man. This guy's like like the guy who's talking about it, right? It's the same green line test guy, right? Yeah, it's the same green line test guy, dude. That guy could kick rocks till that guy's made two hundred fifty million dollars. Like he can, he can kick rocks, dude. Because after you've made two hundred and fifty million dollars, I think you've kind of earned it to be like, you know what? I think I might stay home with the wife and kids. At that point, you're set. So it's like, who cares? Yeah, and the value of family at that at that extent. I mean, uh, and it's I like that you can see that even though you you don't have those things yet. But dude, being being a key integral part of your family is so important. Um, yeah, the, absolutely. The, the only other critiques he has is uh, Tom didn't set boundaries. He said Tom let Giselle re- disrespect him. Apparently, like she made fun of him in a Brazilian interview. Um, Brazilian? I, maybe she's Brazilian. I don't know. Tom leaned into Giselle in photos. That yeah, stuff's back annoying, to the dude. Green Line test. So, uh-huh. so yeah. Also, I'm going to say this, that photo that you show, his head's like closer to hers, but that's it, dude. But when you're taller than her, what are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? I don't know, dude. Dude, beware the alpha female. (laughs) Why would you marry a woman who poses for photos with her legs wide open? Is that his wife? That's her. That's because she's a model. That's her, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is apparently the video where they're laughing at Tom. Uh, yeah. What are they laughing about? Uh, they call him Gisello. Gisello. Like he is her subservient and not vice versa. That's what he's. Uh, that's what he's saying. So, anyways, old Tommy boy. Well, hey, good news, bro. You could just trade her in for a newer model. That's exactly what he says at the end. He's like, you can, you can always just marry a twenty-two-year-old, you know, model, but it doesn't mean you can't get heartbroken. That's what he said, and that's true, dude. He's probably heartbroken. Is this Tom Brady saying this? No, no, that's what Rolino said. Oh, Rolino, yeah, dude. Well, Rolino can kick rocks, dude. I don't think that guy. I think that guy's an idiot. But, um, because you can freaking, dude. You can critique other people's relationships all day and night. You know what I mean? You'd be like, Very oh, true. Very true. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. It's the same thing when you watch like other cops uh body camera footage. We call it Monday night quarterbacking. Yeah, yeah. I mean Or Monday morning call, quarterbacking. Yeah, right? yeah. And that's something that people do in, in every spectation, right? We have a society now where we have cameras and videos of everyone's like history and actions. But we didn't live out the experience ourselves. Yeah, dude. It's so dumb. That being said, I do think the one video of the cops <laughs> shooting at the at the car with a guy inside because an acorn fell on top of the car is pretty funny. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's watch the rest of the body camera footage, okay? Did you let's see not, it? Let's not jump to reactions. Did uh, you see it? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I saw it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved all the memes that came after. Is like... Hey, officer. And then he's like, got an acorn behind his back. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. It's yeah. not a good look, bro. <clears throat> yeah. 
Uh, it's hey, but that's what happens when you defund the police, baby. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, you get acorn shooters, you know. You might get acorn shooters. Um, oh. So this one's pretty funny. This this occurred uh, last month, and I think I I talked about it. But when you bully Southwest into deleting their gay DEI post, diversity, equity, inclusion. So what happened is. Uh, <laughs> How did they bully him into it? Well, this is what happened. So they posted all female flight crew go off Queens. It's like all female pilots and flight attendants. And the comments stop. You can see the ratio because the reposts and the quotes, there was just so many comments of people being like, it's going to crash, right? That they deleted the post. (laughs) (laughs) So they, they bullied them into deleting it essentially I, I, I love that dude that's so funny to me i um, love it dude people yeah. have no backbone yeah i saved it's... i saved a meme the other day when it was it it's literally on the back it said only girls drive trucks and the truck is like literally smashed into a pole and i'm like oh ooh. dude you can't say that you can't have yeah, that on yeah. your truck if you're a terrible driver. Yeah. So awesome, dude. I love it. Karma's amazing. Karma's amazing. Um, all right, now I have some nerd stuff to go through. Okay. So, well, Dune, you haven't seen it. No. I'm not, now, have you read the books? No. Have you? Okay. I read the first book. Is the um, first book just the first movie? No, it encompasses the first two movies. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, but there's like there's like two other books. Oh, there might be four actually. Anyways, but I should probably read them. It's, I'm sure it's great. Was it good? Yeah, it's good. He, this is the one thing I'll say about the books. Great, great, uh, great sci-fi fantasy, right? Yeah. The one problem I have is that Frank Herbert, the the author, this was written in like the 60s, by the way. Really. Um, yeah, it's it's oh. it's one of the older um, sci-fi stuff, and it actually it had a movie. movie that was originally made in the seventies. It just sucked so bad; like it's yeah, comical most, to watch it. I think it's on YouTube. Sucked in the seventies. Yeah, except for Star Wars. First Star Wars movie was came out in the seventies. Oh shoot, that was in the seventies, yeah. bro. That's crazy. Yes, and this is kind of what I'm about to go into. Is this guy uh, made a video? And says all the things that Star Wars stole from Dune. And at first I was like, eh, did they really steal it? But it kind of like, oh, it kind of does have some themes. And so we're just going to watch and, and see what he says. Star Wars stole Can you hear? a lot of yeah. things from Dune. Like a lot. This is well-known stuff, and I'm new to Dune, but this kind of comment has come up a lot. I turn it up, though. Was published in I'll try and turn it up. The movie Star Wars from George Lucas came out in 1977, 12 oh, years the later. The author, yeah. Frank Herbert, was quoted as saying, I'm going to try very hard not to sue when he saw Star Wars. The whole idea of Star Wars... Being so we're going to go through the elements that he says. So it's on a desert planet, like Arrakis, Tatooine. Yeah. Tusken Raiders, similar to Fremen. The vehicles used to mine spice. Vehicles, eh, you can kind of get away with that i don't think that's really the same thing they're not like mining the planet the whole idea of a desert planet so dry that there are moisture farmers moisture farmers that that's kind of a thing the starlight pit the starlight pit being the sandworm now that's they're pretty different they're pretty different like one's in a pit 
and one, you feed it. Yeah. And then one, one is around. Once it goes around, they call it and they can even ride it. Like it's, you know, so it's, it's right. kind of different. Worm. You might be thinking there's no way that George Lucas would call a substance spice in Star Wars, but he did. Both stories are a galactic battle. Oh, he does, huh? He does call it, yeah. I didn't even think about Star that. Star Wars, you have the Force. And the Dune, Force. The, voice. the Jedi in Star Wars were originally called Jedi Bindu. In Dune, the Benedict so this is one of the things I realized is like the Bene Gesserit, the witches, right? Uh, they use this thing called the voice in Dune. Right, you see yeah. it in the first one where right. they can kind of compel people with their speech right. if they are weak-minded, which is what they, the Jedi kind of do. It's, with the, it's a good point. These are not the droids you're looking for. Okay. Have a training method called Prana Bendu, and who could forget the iconic Princess Leia, sister of Luke Skywalker? In Dune, you have Princess Alia, sister of Paul Atreides. I actually didn't know that. This next bit is huge. Yeah. Okay, we're not gonna go to spoilers. That's about all we'll yeah, watch. I was like, no. Yeah. So, um, he has a point. He has some points. Uh, you know, I still think it's quite different. It's different enough that I don't really care. But uh, the fact that Frank Herbert at the time was like, I'm going to try not to sue, is like, oh, do you dude, think, dude. Oh, gosh, dang, dude. Do you think when it comes to storylines and stuff like that, it should just be like, hey, man, just whoever's better at it. Yeah, so I kind of have a unique perspective on like intellectual property, right? Okay. I don't think it should be taken as a serious thing. For and the reason I think that is because if we're getting really philosophical, are you really the originator of any ideas? You might be you combine new concepts and things of that nature, but like most stories have instances of archetypes and patterns from the only the earliest parables and mythologies of our time. Like there's, you know, the oldest uh, type of Indo-European myth is the devil and the Smith, which is the Faustian bargain, like selling your soul for something. And okay, yeah. that's kind of like the Sith. It's kind of like a lot of like evil right. character ar archetypes. And the hero's journey is like a classic part of almost every mythology and present in almost every good story plot line. It's the whole premise for Lord of the Rings, the hero's journey, right? All these things. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of kind of just don't think intellectual property is that big of a deal. So I kind of agree with you. Yeah, if you can tell a better story, and that involves cinematography, it involves character development, it involves all these things, but you might be using the archetype of a previous iteration, I'm totally fine with it, you know? I just, at some point, dude, I just feel like, you could have these massive conglomerates just sue you for copyright copyright stuff and it's just like for everything you do you're like yeah. there's nothing that you can even like originate that's not copywritten yeah and that goes to my other point about intellectual property which is the current state of intellectual property is this that most intellectual property rights end up being purchased by large conglomerates and they're entire companies that all they do is send out cease and desists and get money from people who are using something that they've in that they own the intellectual property for so it's so annoying dude yeah it's it's hell annoying and so it i think it kind of stifles innovation like the thing about like software is software is so hard to copyright mm -hmm. because there's so many components it's like 
with your with with social media like the first instances of this that were observed was like microsoft office in the early days microsoft office a startup would come that had a similar thing and they would just steal the feature and add it into their package and a part of their subscription and no one could do anything about it but you can't really copyright a feature i mean every social media company these days is ripping off something else like stories came from spotify uh not spotify uh snapchat snapchat right right they came and they were they then they moved to instagram and then they moved to facebook and then then there's spotify or snapchat wait wait tiktok yeah well then there's reels now there's reels came from tiktok yeah short form content yeah and so the in the software world people feature steal all the time and you really it's like what are you going to copyright you know what i mean it's like if you're building a house and you're trying to copyright like the way you built a house like well what are you going to copyright you're going to copyright the brace they used the screws like the type you're of copyright two by fours dude yeah so nobody else can use two by fours there are uh there what are, are actually doing, you're like rubbing your leg i am rubbing my legs <laughs> i'm like dude you've been sitting here this whole time just like i'm sh- see me shimmying dude i'm, I'm like trying to what is the he shoulders. doing these shoulders are about to get a whole lot leaner. I'm in my cut, and the shoulders are one of the first things to lean out. That's when <sighs> I start to see the striations. The yeah. striations? The striations. I don't even know if I said that right. I okay. Said, I think it's now, striations. I'm gonna pitch, now, this next segment is me pitching you a game I want to play and stream together. Because is it I think Helldivers 2? It's two games. We'll talk about Helldivers 2 for one. And Helldivers then, 2. I'm in. Yes. And then we'll talk about another one called Hoophobia. All right. So, first one is Helldivers 2. Yeah, dude, let's do it. I'm in. So what we're finding out, what this guy is going to say, is that you would think that Helldivers, which is this massive universe of co-players fighting a same mission, right? So that's what's cool about it, is it's not like you have your own mission separate from everyone else. Everyone together is fighting to free certain planets from these bugs, these aliens. It's pretty sick. Now, it's not an algorithm, it turns out. I believe there's a developer who works on Helldivers named Joel, who's essentially the dungeon master for Helldivers. Shut yeah. up. Understanding it works just like a yes. campaign where our actors- So what he's saying is essentially, it's not an algorithm. There's one guy who's observing everything in the progress, and he is acting as this quote-unquote dungeon master, which means essentially he is deciding where they get aliens, where they get power-ups, where they get more shipments, and I think that's awesome. Dude, that's the coolest thing ever. Yes, I'm. I'm about to buy it like right now. It's so cool. That's. Um, dude, I can't tell you how excited that makes me, dude. That's yeah. the coolest thing ever. That and makes I, it, and I've been trying to get Ben into it as well. I oh yeah, you should get Ben. Does Ben have a computer? Uh, he's got a PS Five. Oh, that's good enough. Okay, yeah. I was like, that works, right? Because yeah. he's been talking to me about playing final. He's been playing Final Fantasy. Hell 10. yeah, he's been replaying Final Fantasy Ten, which I might buy as well because I'm like, why not? But yeah. dude, Hell Divers sounds like the coolest thing, dude. And the oh, fact yeah. that they basically have a behind the scenes dungeon master is so tight, dude. It's so cool. It makes it you, so much cooler because yes. you're because it makes it so that like you're not just fighting a latent algorithm. You're fighting essentially a person who's manipulating dude, it all. Have you ever watched um, a Dungeons and Dragons like match? Yes. With with. Yeah an amazing dungeon master yes yeah and it's this like is the other thing book, dude it's the coolest thing ever 
yeah, you need a really good storyteller, someone who's creative. This is the other thing that's really cool is like I we actually in my office we started developing like uh the beginnings of a dungeons and dragons guild so we chose because there's a there's certain classes right yeah just like certain classes and you have to come up with a story for your character and that's that's so fun dude i'm a i'm a warlock uh and you might say well colin what's the conan what's the difference between a warlock and a wizard or a sorcerer let me tell you a warlock gets his power from an ancient entity that he's made a faustian bargain with so my bargain is with a demon named Athos, whom I serve. Pretty is that really sick. what the difference is? What, how does the sorcerer get theirs? Uh, sorcerers are like, they go to, it's like something like they go to a, a college of wizardry and they learn their skills. And then wizards essentially are born magic. So, yeah, pretty cool, sweet. Man. Pretty sweet. And warlocks right. make a, a bargain with some sort of ancient creature. Yeah, warlocks get their power from some type of, you know, deity, demon, you know, something like that. Pretty sick. All right, this Dude. next game, <laughs> this is just for kicks and giggles, man. Magic from the world serpent, dude. <laughs> is that what you do? Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, you serve it. You serve it. All right, here we go. This one is called Hoof Phobia. And <laughs> the premise of the game is that you're just deers that fight hunters. So just check it out. Shut up. Yeah. So you see him making a squat. They sprint. <laughs> He's trying to dodge a hunter. He's trying to ram him. So do it's you, a co-op game. The, I was gonna say, do you play as a hunter as well? I uh, maybe. I haven't seen. I haven't looked into it much. What happens if they're? <laughs> He's rearing up. He's like, oh, what happens if they're in a tree stand? I don't know, dude. Deer win. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it just looks so silly. I'm so down, dude. Let's stream it. This looks awesome. Yeah, it looks like a fun game. I want to be the hunter, kind of. Yeah, I mean, you fun. might be able to. Who phobia? Fun times. Dude, that's awesome. Um, there was an old game, dude. It was called... It wasn't called Deer Hunter. Maybe it was called Deer Hunter. But you were... Oh, a, like the arcade ones? No, 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 no. It was a video game, but you were a deer who hunted humans. Oh, and so you'd you'd have like human calls and stuff like that, and one of them's like, "Help! I'm naked and I'm stuck in the forest with all this pizza, like stupid <laughs> stuff like that." <laughs> it's like a girl voice, you know what I mean? That's hilarious. You have like a girl decoy oh, and no. stuff like that. Help! That's I need hilarious. I need help. I'm stuck with all this pizza. It's so funny, dude. All right, uh, I have I have an, I have a couple more to share. Oh, dude, um, you're on a roll, bro. Dude, I know. I got so much stuff. Uh, but that's what happens if we go two weeks without recording. I just I garner stuff. In we the were queue. having too much fun last weekend, though. Uh, oh, man. We were having so much fun. Um, Do okay. we want to talk about last weekend? We'll do it at the end. We'll talk about last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is a story that is crazy. Um, and I'll play a little bit of the video. But this is like a crazy guy. And I can't believe he did this. So, boom. A band fired their singer because he was secretly dosing his bandmate with estrogen. What? The hardcore band Lorona made a post on Instagram saying that they had to fire their vocalist Diego after he admitted to dosing his bandmate in an attempt to quote, 
force a transition. Diego was giving the, I'm guessing, bassist, whose name was Six, pre-workout that he was supposedly getting from his day job, but cutting it with the female hormone. So why did he do this? Diego admitted to doing this because he was obsessed with Six's partner and was trying to weaken Six so that he could swoop in and look more manly by comparison. As the band said, this is some caveman mindset and it's best to try not to- All right, that's the gist of it. Pretty what insane. What a psychopath, dude. So the lead singer, to reiterate- Who would this, ever do that? Yeah, uh, it's a good thing that you're uh, yeah, you're your supplier of pre-workouts. Uh, not I know that. that's what I was thinking when I saw this. Is <laughs> like I have one guy that gives me my pre-workout, and it's you, and oh you could God. totally dose it, dude. <laughs> Where do you get estrogen from? I mean, you can get estrogen online. But if you take it orally, I feel like it's not. It's or not as bioavailable. It? It's not yeah. as bioavailable for sure. But it's it's still gonna make a dent. Still gonna make an effect. Dude, that's. I mean, scary. you could essentially do the same thing with high amounts of soy, you know. And he was trying. How high? I don't. I don't know. They didn't get the details on that. But the fact that he was doing that to try and swoop in on his bandmate's girl, dude, that is insane, dude. Dirtbag, dude. I know. Freaking. That's crazy. the most malicious thing ever, dude. I wonder if I. I almost guarantee you there is some kind of like law against that right there would have oh yeah he's probably getting prosecuted right now they probably <laughs> can you imagine though you're all like you're, you're, like, you're gonna work out that day and you look my over breasts the only are, my breasts are really sensitive <laughs> <laughs> dude well it's after you found out everything right you're all you're looking at your pre-workout you're all i mean i got it for free <laughs> you're like i mean i kind of need my pre-workout today i'll get more later i can get some more tomorrow Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, that wild, is terrifying. I know it's pretty crazy. Wow, dude, I gotta hide my pre. Okay, this next one is just a fun video. It's a little long, but this is something that I heard Shane Gillis talk about. And you know, there's all these shows, which I don't know how to feel about the fact that they have shows like Love on the Spectrum now, which is like, hey, I you like that show? I I like it, but I also am like. Who I have a moral moral conundrum about it where I'm like, is it kind of messed up that they just, for everyone's entertainment, they put autists together on a dating show? Now, it's pretty great for them because they get to go on dates with people of their own kind and nature that would agree with them. <laughs> I'm not saying like that. <laughs> they're, 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 cool, they're cool people. <laughs> We've already went through this. I think these guys are hella cool. They have real cool sword collections and they I wear trench was, coats. I think it was you that was talking about it. They're like, I think we were just on the phone and you're like, dude, it's like the most wholesome. Oh, yeah. no, it was Blake, dude. I was talking to Blake about it. Yeah. And he's like, bro, he's like, I love that show, dude. He's like, you watch them like talking and they like say the like these things that are so innocent and sweet and you're yeah, like yeah when you put it that way i'm like okay it's yeah. not that bad you know it's what i mean yeah it's 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 hard for me to say like this is bad or this is good because obviously they're they're protectors providers their parents in the sense many of them still live with their parents they're high high autists that that can't function on their own to a degree okay so they're not high functioning no, they're not high functioning. They just they have a level of autism that makes it so they live with their parents still, and they're being set up on dates for romantic connections, and it's great. Hey, um, everyone needs love, dude. Yeah, everyone needs love. Including now, me. So, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> Let's get a dating show for Dalton. What's mm-hmm. uh, what your class? Um, savages, savage, uh, savage love, something like that. I don't know. What what would you characterize yourself as? I don't know. You There's... wouldn't. You wouldn't do well on Love Is Blind, and hopeless I don't think anyone romantic. really. Oh, hopeless romantic. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Where just immediately your guys are like, I think I'm in love. <laughs> like you no. see her, you like, should be on The Bachelor. I think she's so the should one. Be. <laughs> Dude, the thing about those shows that's messed up, though, like Love is Blind, Bachelor, all those shows, is the production really messes with the people. Like, they do things to intentionally seclude them, to make them lose sleep, to, you know, really amplify the drama of the show, and it's pretty messed up. Yeah, I talked to a girl who was on, on it, and she said that she's like, they really, like, stress you out. You're like high emotions on it. Yeah. I was like in love with this chick. And then I found out some things about her and I was kind of like, like, I'm pretty sure she was technically still married while she was on the show. Yo. Like she wasn't divorced yet. They were like, there was an instance uh, of a guy on love is blind that was engaged when he was on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you win something? I have no idea. I have no idea. There's going to be some incentive, right? Yeah, the latest drama on one of them was like um, there was a girl and a guy, and this girl's like, you know, oh, they were bro, asking I, about what they look like, and like, oh, my doppelganger is Megan Fox, and he was like, oh, and she didn't look like Megan Fox. Apparently, he said like his doppelganger was some famous guy as well, but they didn't show it on the show. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, hey, that's rough, man. Yeah, it's rough. Uh. In fact, Alan's ex actually turned down the bachelor was reaching out to them or mm. her and she turned it down because uh, she was dating Alan. Are they just picking people with like high social media presence or something? She doesn't even have that many like, people on social media. She might have like applied for it when they weren't together at some point. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, uh, but that leads into this video. This video is uh, essentially about these guys with autism and down syndrome that live in a house together in thailand and i i heard about this from shane gillis because he was talking about how funny was it it was and this uh guy you'll see like they're going to a lady boy show and he's oh. in denial that they're boys really guys, yeah tell me where are you going tonight um the lady boys of pink Sexy dancer. Sexy dancer. Do you realise, Andrew Louie, that the what we're going to watch tonight, the show, the Lady Boys of Bangkok, they're not actually girls, they're boys. Pretending I already told you, they're real girls. They're real girls. Trust me. Got willies. They'll be rude. No. They'll be rude. They haven't. They're not, they're not real girls. Trust me. <laughs> trust, trust me. I'm fuming. You'll be fuming. If yes. you found out Why? they were boys, I'd be fuming. I have no idea. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. He's so jazzed. Dude, he's like stoked about it. Yeah. Welcome to the Lady Boys of Bangkok. He's like, yeah. The girls are sexy. <laughs> Here's the reveal. Oh no. Oh dude, I saw this, I think. 
like the meme of yeah. it. Yeah. Now he's singing like a dude. He's just <laughs> he's just so disappointed. He's like, what? It's the British accent is yeah. awesome. And this is my favorite part. He's just like, alright, slow clap. Sam is not impressed. He's not impressed. So guys. Anyways, that's the, oh, that's the whole video. Poor <laughs> Sam, dude. Poor guy, dude. Bro, all hey. he wanted to do was to see some ladies. You know? Fool us all, you know? <laughs> don't, uh, be don't be rude. Don't be they're, rude. They're real girls. What if you find out that they're, they're a boy? I'd be fuming. I'd be fuming. They have willies. <laughs> I also love that. As <laughs> I know. Dude, the, the, just the British slang is so funny. Oh, they man, have willies. Hilarious. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> Dude, and Shane Gillis did that, did like the reiteration or the quotes of that so well. Did he? Yeah. On on SNL or what? No, no, it was just during a podcast, but yeah. Oh, dude. Bro, poor guy. Poor guy, man. <laughs> dude, his face is so funny. He's just, he's just, just angry, so disappointed dude. and then slowly starts clapping. He's like, all right, <laughs> they got me. Trust me. Trust they're me. girls. Trust they're, me. And they're like he's like in the middle of it, like the girls are sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I love him, dude. I think he's cool. Oh man. And Shane Gellis has a bit about <laughs> Down syndrome where he's like, you can always tell who's never been around it because they're like, Are they okay? And he's like, Yeah, they're doing better than everyone I know. Yeah. Like they're having a good time. And it's true, dude. They they're so fun. It's tr it is true, dude. They're like constantly having a good time. I feel like it's great. It's great. I love it. Um, but yeah, dude, boys' weekend was a blast. Um, I so narrowly fun. missed filming Daddy Dalt crashing. Oh, I narrowly man. missed it, dude. I just dipped. I went into a a hole basically and yeah. flew over the handlebars of my snowmobile. But you got the the during. I got it was the, like you're lodged in there, like you're got, in, and then right like, after when you're flipped about off. to have lift off, dude. That's yeah. like my butt's probably coming up in that photo. Yeah. And then afterwards, as after I flipped and I rolled over and looked at the looked to see what the damage was. Yeah. How fast were you going? You think when you hit that? I don't know, dude. It was pretty fast, though. I mean, I was zipping towards it, and I I realized. Because you get close and you can see that it drops. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. So you backed off. Yeah, I think I backed. I wish I'd have just gunned it, dude. I might. Yeah, you might. You might have made it if yeah, you might have cleared it. it. It's a and shame. And then it took dude. us. It took us at least twenty minutes to dig that out. You think? I think so, dude. Yeah. Yeah, ten fifteen max, dude. <laughs> I think if you include everyone crawling towards it, <laughs> <laughs> that was just fun, dude. That was just the boys having Which fun. Which is like. You, if you're sitting on the snowmobile, you're like on top of everything. But if you step in the snow, you sink like two to three feet immediately, and you're like, ah. Oh. Yeah, we started digging it out. I was standing in a creek at one point. I was like, oh, that's running water underneath me. Yep. Yeah, that was that was fun, dude. Fun, so does all fun trip, though? Does all that snow melt then in the summer? Yeah, most of it. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, especially where we're at right there. That should all be gone. Yeah. 
Oh, crazy. That's I'm almost awesome. positive. Yeah, did you hear that? Because uh, there's a lot of uh, deer, maybe elk in the area. And uh, when I was driving up, I do avoid like a whole herd. But apparently, like someone had hit something and they were talking the next morning or even maybe the night previous. Rob was talking to another guy about going to get the meat. Oh, well, dude, we, Rob and I, when we drove to drop, drop off the snowmobiles to Jackson, yeah, we saw, I mean, dude, it was like a six point elk that had been hit on the side of wow. the road. And Rob was like, oh shoot, dude. He's like, I don't have a sawzall or anything on me. Cause he wanted to cut the head off and take the animal. Oh shoot. And like, yeah. you can take the meat and stuff. But by the time, literally we went into town and came back by the time we were back, there's people there. Mm. There's two, they wasn't gone yet, but there's people there like that dude. we're about to. It would be Take so it. helpful to have a sawzall in this truck. Oh man, yeah. I gotta get stuff like that. I know, right? I love, I love tools. I really do, dude. Sawzalls and multi tools. One time, me and Rob cut. It was a frozen lasagna, and we cut it in half with a multi tool <laughs> because <laughs> so we didn't because we didn't want to cook it for two hours, dude. We were hungry. Yeah. So we put it in the Instapot, and <laughs> we couldn't fit it unless we sawzalled it in half because it's frozen solid. That's hilarious. It worked, dude. Worked like a charm. I like that one picture uh, pretty close to your birthday when we were at Rob's one time when you're cutting the pizza with a katana that I gave oh, you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you're just like... <laughs> That's fetching sick. Uh, do you have that photo? I don't think I have it. Yeah, I, I definitely posted it on your birthday, so I think I have it on Instagram. Oh, awesome. man, I got it. Yeah, you should send it to me. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. But good yeah, we had a good time with the boys. Um, we we got pretty exhausted after that morning session of snowmobiling that went to the early afternoon. Um, we really needed Adderall for that day, you know. Dude, I think if the next time, dude, the day before, just carbing up. You know what I yeah, mean? Carb load for sure. Carb load. Get a good amount, of, a high protein breakfast, and then just go rip, dude. Yeah, dude, we burn so many calories. Yeah, like, and bring water. The worst part is time. just digging it out, um, yeah. which was my fault a bunch of the times because I was less experienced than yeah, you and but Rob. That, that happens, dude, and then you get frustrated and you get nervous because you're like, "Oh man, if I if I do this now, like everyone's gonna have to come back." And I don't know about you, dude, but there's always that little bit of like fear because you were kind of at the back of the line. Yeah, and then, if like, you if you. They might not notice, and they might just keep going. Yeah, dude, that's always a fear of mine. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I was at the tail of our group towards the last portion of the trip, but I felt like I had a handle on it at that point. I was like, "All right, I got this." And yeah. part of me didn't want to be too close because, you know, you see everyone slowing down. If you slow down at the wrong point, right? Right. Yeah. You know, then you could get stuck, and so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give myself some space," <laughs> you know. And so you guys were cruising, dude, and I was like way far behind, dude. You were going like two miles an hour. We were flying oh, past. No, you I, mean, I was going like 45, no. but you guys were going fast, man. Dude, there was one point I was because I got stuck behind you for that long bit. I would yeah, stop, yeah. and I'd wait for like a little bit, and then I just like rip after you. Yeah, I, I need to get some balls and just uh, go a little faster. But I was like, ah, dude, it's your first time. I get it. Um, dude, Kyle said he got like 77 miles per hour. Yeah, dude, Kyle. Uh, dude, with with as heavy as because like Garrett and Kyle are big boys, dude. 
Yeah. And I was like, I thought if anybody was going to get stuck, I thought it was going to be one of them. Yeah. Because once you like start digging in, right? If it's like heavier, right? It just sinks more. Yeah. Dude, they were killing it. I was impressed. They were killing it. They were killing it. I was impressed, dude. And how'd you like all of Garrett's uh, pictures and videos (laughs) of him videotaping us being stuck and everyone going to help? And every time he just sat and videotaped it, dude. I think my other favorite thing about that is like, he didn't really capture any, like, I love him, but that was the worst cinematography I've ever seen. Legitimately, Uh, one of the videos he sent us was just a selfie of him going like, and that's it. That was it. (laughs) There was not, like, everyone was was helping, and he was just like, dude, it makes me laugh so hard. I thought about it, too. I'm like, Garrett's the strongest one out of all of us, I think. Oh, probably, yeah. And especially from like a deadlift perspective, which is what which you would really is want. Exactly what you have to do. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I get it though too, because you, you know, he's as bigger dude, he sinks in more. Yeah, dude, and it's a freaking cardio workout, even just to get over to the snowmobile. You know, yeah, you literally like have to crawl through snow. Yeah. Because if you try to walk, you just sink in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had a good time at night when we watched uh, Old School, classic, classic uh, movie. Dude, classic. We're going streaking! Playing PUBG. We had a we're winning playing streak. PUBG. Yeah, we, dude, we did, almost Rob and didn't I, lose the whole time. Rob and I played, like, just before we started recording tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't see a single person. That's kind of like, time. you kind of want to see some people. You kind of want to have some fights. No, it's when I say we didn't see a single person, dude, I'm telling you, we won. We got first place. We never saw anybody. You didn't kill anybody ever? We didn't kill anybody. We didn't even shoot at somebody, dude. We didn't see anyone. I wonder if someone just got won. like, I wonder if you were in a good spot on the map and everyone else got stuck in the, uh, the in waves. This, the yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even feel like it was that big. It was the weirdest thing, dude. We were like, we didn't hear anything. We didn't hear any shots. We didn't hear anything. It was crazy. Good times. It was the lamest round ever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, it makes me excited for uh, Warzone Mobile because I was looking at the graphics for that. It looks good. Really? Yeah. And the fact that you can like uh, progress your weapons and it carries over to the same account on PC or console, that's awesome. Well, and it's the same, right? Like, it's the same sort of controls, I'm assuming, as, like, PUBG? Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, the difference up, is I mean. it's, like, a first player, I think. Well, you might have oh, the option it? to turn it to third third person. Um, because that's that's what uh, PUBG is. PUBG is third person. So right. you're watching your guy run around, and then Warzone and Call of Duty is first person. So, But you actually have the option in Warzone to set it to third person. I just don't think it very... It helps you very much. So yeah, I don't think anybody really does it either. Nah. nah. It's more of a first-person game. That's good stuff. Do you have anything left to say to the kids? Kids, we love you a long time. God love you. And uh, whether you're in the bulk or the cut, you got this. You know, get your protein. Just don't half-ass it, okay? Just don't half-ass it. Whole acid. Full moon. Yeah. Full moon it, baby. Full moon. All right, until next time, farewell. <laughs>